Hello and welcome to Cats Out of the Bag. I'm Kat Hennessy and in this podcast, nothing is off limits. Hello, angels. Well, I've had a fucking week, so I thought, you know, I'm going to do an episode about fucked up dating stories and embarrassing dating stories because I have had a few funny things happen to me during lockdown and I was like, I'll put out a little question box to find out what other people have gone through and holy shit, the stories came flooding in and fuck me dead, you guys are hilarious. So let's start off my week of fucking awkward shit. So it's my girlfriend's birthday on Friday night this is in lockdown and we obviously had to cancel our birthday plans. So we're like, let's all do a zoom. Like everyone can like jump in. So there's like 10 to 12 girls in a zoom conversation. And my ex's new girlfriend is friends with a birthday girl. So she's also in the zoom and my ex jumps in. Keep in mind that this is my ex that I speak about in episode two, the one with the long foreskin. So he jumps on in and he's like, Hey, happy birthday. Oh, and Kat, Congratulations about the podcast. Must say, I'm a little bit nervous about the future episodes. I hear you've been talking about my long foreskin. And, you know, must say, I do have sisters and and females at work listening to this. Blah, blah, blah. Starts like completely overtaking the Zoom call. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, I do have some requests to get an ex-boyfriend on if you're interested. And one of the girls pipes in and is like, sorry, we're here to talk about our friend's birthday or your long foreskin. And it was like, like I died. It was honestly the most fucking awkward five minutes of my entire life. Like I was like, firstly, did you just admit to like 12 females that you're the person with a long foreskin? Because I never named names. And secondly, like it was just way too much. So fast forward about an hour and a half later on into the evening, I was sending one of my girlfriends this photo of this guy's Instagram that we follow and find it funny, but I sent it to her and it accidentally linked into an old group chat with my ex and her and not not this is keep in mind this isn't my ex with the long foreskin this is a different ex-boyfriend so I this is like two separate exes in one night so I looked the photo links to my girlfriend and him and he replies being like sorry question mark and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry um this was not meant for you this automatically like linked this photo to our group chat and he just like didn't reply. I was like, this is fucking awkward. Anyway. And then last night I go to send like a a video on my couch at home with my cats and fucking do it again. Like kill me right now and fucking throw my body away. And yeah. And (laughs) just got this notification being like, so-and-so has left the conversation. I was like, oh my God. Like, could I be any more of a fucking idiot? I was like, he probably thinks that I'm trying to fuck with him, which it was like a complete accident. And like my cat was in the video and we got the cat together. So I was like, you probably think I'm like trying to like send some fucking message to make you miss our cat or something. I don't know. It was fucking weird, but I was like, holy shit, this is so embarrassing. So put out a little question box and ask pe- ask the people out there, you know, what are their embarrassing stories? So yeah, fucking classic. I just can't with that. So I'll start off with my roommate's um, embarrassing dating story. This one is just too funny. So she's from Melbourne and she was like, you know, living in Melbourne and had this like bit of a thing going on with this guy. So they were like going on, they'd gone on a few dates and like every time he'd drop her home, they'd like sit in the car for like an hour or two and like make out. And on this, this date, they 
they'd driven home and then they were making out, making out, and they'd kind of been hooking up for a little while. So it started the conversation of like what was happening between them. And he was like, yeah, look, like I just don't really think I'm ready to meet your family yet. Like I just kind of want to keep things slow. Fucking next minute, (laughs) you're going to die. Her mum starts reversing out of the driveway and she's like, I wonder where the fuck my mum's going. Reverses, reverses, keeps reversing, keeps reversing, bang reverses into the car that she's sitting in with this guy two seconds after he's just saying he doesn't want to meet the family. So next minute, next minute, the her mum jumps out and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, blah, 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 you know, trying to like fucking like make the situation not as bad as it is. And also she just happened to keep saying his name. She's like, James, I'm so sorry. James, like, you know, like, oh, must owe it to you, James. Like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I hope your car's not scratched, James. And she's like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. It's making me look like I speak about this guy all the time. And then he was like, oh, you can't really see anything. So, like, you know, he was like, oh, we'll chat again the next day. So, obviously, I had to, like, exchange details to discuss whether or not she was going to pay for his car to get fixed. And I was just like, fucking hell, like. That could not be any worse if I fucking tried. Oh, my God. And, yeah, I just thought that was so funny. Like someone being like, I don't really want to meet your family and then literally getting forced into meeting someone's family by them banging into your fucking car. Like I cannot. So, yeah, that one that one got me going. And then another story. So one of my girlfriends, she, well, um, you know, she'd been like sexting this guy. They'd like gone on a few dates, like, sexting all this stuff and like her phone battery was just draining all the time like it was just dying really quickly and she was like what the fuck like why is my battery running out every two seconds so she's like oh, I'll, I'll book an apple appointment like books the appointment goes down to Rabina, you know goes to the apple store and I think probably like the most timid awkward lady served her like just picture like the last person you'd ever want to see seeing something slightly sexual or like a bit inappropriate in your phone, let alone anyone seeing that, but someone who wasn't going to be able to deal with that. So the lady's like, oh, can I have a look at your phone? Like she's explaining the fact that her phone battery kept dying and and she's like looking through the phone and, um, you know, these texts start popping up and it's him and he's like, this is the guy she's sexting and he's like, oh, I just want to suck down your neck and kiss your nipples right now and blah, blah, blah. And like starts like sending all these like very in- intimate detailed text messages. And the lady's like, oh, oh, um, I think you just got something popping up here. I'll just give you a moment and like leaves. And my friend's like going through the phone being like, shut the fuck up. Like I'm literally at an Apple appointment last night. Like, please stop texting me. And he was like, oh, sorry. So lady comes back. She's still texting. And then he fucks with her five minutes later and he's like, oh, so can I tell you about how much I want to fuck you right now? And it was just like so, so, so awkward. So the lady's then like trying to find out what is draining the battery. So she's like listening through her apps and she's like, oh, this app, is is this app, let's just call the app um, Serial. So she's like, Serial, oh, is this app um, interactive or, you know, it seems like it's draining a lot of your phone battery. Like what, what exactly is it? So this serial app, it is an erotic sex like audiobook. So pretty much like she will listen to this and she will masturbate to this like audio sex book. And my girlfriend's like, if anyone else has this app and knows what it is, 
they will fucking know what I'm doing with it. And she's like, just keeps repeating the word. She's like, yeah, so cereal, you know, um, this app, like, what is it? Cereal? I've never heard of cereal. Like just kept saying it. And she was like, oh my fucking God, I want to die. So she's like, it said it was like literally the most, the most awkward, longest Apple appointment of her entire fucking life. She drives home, shameful, feeling very embarrassed and also kind of annoyed at the guy for fucking with her. And she gets home and their whole like thing was this sexting kind of relationship. So she gets home, sexting starts back up. She's like, you know, messaging him and he's like, yeah, I want to like kiss down your body and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, remember that time when you had me pressed up against the door and you were sucking my dick? And she's like, wait, what? That that wasn't me. Next minute, she finds out that not only was he sexting her, but he was sexting another female at the exact same time and starts fucking panicking, starts like calling her on repeat. And she was like, what the fuck? Like, no. And just like kept calling her, kept calling her. And he, he was like, I'm sorry, I like mixed up stories and muddled them, muddled them up. I was like, you're a fucking liar. Like, we, is this Sex in the City? Is this fucking Miranda and that guy sexting all over again but in real fucking life? Yes, that is what happened. So, yeah, that was fucked up. And, yeah, I mean, look, I told her she should say bye, Felicia, after that. But let's say that maybe did or did not happen. But it's definitely done now. Thank the fucking Lord. Um, but yeah, lol, like why are men so fucking horny? Sort your shit out. Like, do you, are you seriously that sexually fucking, I don't even know what the word would be, but do you seriously feel the need to be sexting two women at the same time? Because one just doesn't suffice. Like, sorry, dude, lol. I used to, I remember one time I read that word suffice to one of my friends and I was like, yeah, it just doesn't suffice. And she was like, what the fuck did you just say? I was like, suffice. You guys are going to get to know that I always like say things wrong. Like I just always mispronounce things or say like a, a common saying really wrong. So it's probably going to happen a lot and I feel like people will call me out on it, but it makes a good story and a bit of a lull. So thank God. Don't know why I told you that, but, you know, definitely steered off the side of um dating stories, but lol. Um, so I'll tell you a little story about me. So I was hooking up with this guy and he was like, you know, very outdoorsy, like loved adventuring, loved, you know, going outside. And, you know, I really liked him. So I was like, I've got to impress him. He's like, so do you like hiking? I was like, I love hiking. Like, I love it. Me, fucking hate the out. No, I don't hate the outdoors. It's just like, you're not going to catch me on a Saturday morning hiking the top of a mountain. Like, it's just not my fucking idea of fun. So I was like, yeah, I love hiking. He's like, great. I've got this like beautiful hike up the Sunshine Coast. We'll go and do it together. You're going to love it. He was like, it's pretty easy. Like it's not too hard. And I was like, yeah, great. I can't wait. He's like, I'll pack like water bottles and snacks. And like, I'm like amazing. Like sounds so fucking fun. I'm like in my head being like, this better not be fucked. So I'm like in the car and we're like driving out to this fucking mountain. Get there. It is like, honestly, vertical. Like I've never seen something so fucking dangerous and steep in my entire life. I was like, is this where I die? Like, do I die on a hiking date? Because I feel like I'm going to. When I, oh my God, when I release this episode, I have pics of me on the cliff, like trying to slide down it. You guys are going to fucking die. Like me in this like dorky cap with like my ASICS runners trying to like 
kept get down this vertical cliff. It was honestly fucking horrific. I like couldn't, I could hardly make it. There was like a lot of near death experiences and I was just trying to play it cool the entire time. But it was like puffing and dying the next day. Every single like bone in my body was like fucking aching. Anyway, I fucking did it and I nailed it, but it was awful. And when I show you guys these photos of me, I'll put them in the Facebook group of me on this cliff. You will fucking die. Like I, I just look like a fish out of water. It's definitely not my thing. So let's go into a little like sex fucking story. Like we all love a little bit of a sex story. So one of my girlfriends, so we were traveling overseas together and we go to Berlin and she'd been in like a 10 year relationship with the same guy and she hadn't really slept with anyone else um, except for this one, one night stand before we went on our overseas holiday. So she was like, you know, I just, I really need to have like some good sex when I'm not like fucking drunk and just, you know, just to enjoy it a little bit more. I was like, babe, you really do. Like, what the fuck are you doing? So we go out partying. We both, you know, hit it off with these bartenders at the hostel. So yeah, we both go out and we, um, you know, have this like great time and we go out with these like bartenders from our hostel. And I'm with this one bartender, which I'll tell you guys another story about that later. And she's with this other guy and they like went back to his and they're like, you know, making out in the bed and like all things are going great. And like they start having sex and next minute there is just blood everywhere, like everywhere. It looks like a fucking murder scene. She is like, oh no, like, of course, of course I fucking get my period the first time I'm having sex with someone properly in like 10 years. Like, you're kidding me. So she like awkwardly kind of gets up, goes to the bathroom And she's like in the bathroom trying to like clean herself up and like, you know, what the fuck? And like, was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't have my period. Like what's going on? So she goes back out and she's like, dude, I don't know. I don't have my period. So I don't know what that is. And turns out that he snapped his fucking banjo stroke on his dick and it was like bleeding fucking everywhere. So it was like so awkward. They then couldn't have sex again for like the next few days because he was in so much pain. I was like, how did you not feel that when it happened? Like, how did you presume it was her period and not your fucking banjo string you sicko? And so, yeah, so that happened. It was like a failed sex experience. And then she got back and she's like, oh, I better go get a checkup. Like goes, goes to get a checkup at the doctor. Neck minute she has fucking chlamydia and she's like, oh my God, you're fucking kidding me. And her being the good legend Samaritan that she is, she's like, oh, well, I better FaceTime him and like tell him. So she like, cause they, they'd like stayed in touch and they actually did get along really well, minus the, the bleedy sheets and dick. Um, and they FaceTime or Zoom or whatever the fuck we want to call it five years ago. And she's like, hey, so, um, I just went to the doctor and um, it turns out I have chlamydia. Um, so you're going to need to go and get an STD check. And he's like, what? What What do you mean? Like he didn't know what chlamydia was. He was like, am I going to die? Am I, is this going to kill me? Like what What do you mean about this? Like like was literally absolutely fucking beside himself. She's like, no, it's it's fine. I swear. Like you can just take a pill and it goes away. And he it was like – but it was this whole process of her like explaining to him – what chlamydia was. I was like, how do you, how does like a 30 year old male not know what f- a fucking STD is? Like, 
where have you grown up? Where, what sex education have you had? So that was quite concerning. And maybe, maybe he fucking, if he didn't know what fucking chlamydia was for, for all, by all means, I think he probably fucking gave it to her. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty fucked. So this then like takes me on to like another story of like men being dumb, dumb sometime with like STDs or like the female body or whatever. So I was like seeing this guy in Bali for a while and, um, I just, he kept giving me thrush and I just, I was like, what the fuck? Like every time we'd have sex, I'd like get thrush again. And I was like, I can't fucking deal with this. Went to the doctor and she's like, yeah, look, like if you're having sex with him, unprotected, he can just keep giving you thrush back unless he treats it. And I was like, what? I was like, I've Googled it and it said that that's a myth. She was like, no, it's it's not a myth. Like that's what's happening. So I was like, oh, you're fucking kidding me. I'm going to have to call this guy and be like, hey, you're giving me thrush. I was like, could this be any more embarrassing? I feel like because we were like, we were seeing each other and we're like really into each other, but it wasn't at that like comfort stage. Like I wouldn't fucking poo at his house or something. Like it wasn't at a stage where I could be like, sorry, like I've got a UTI or it just, we weren't there yet. So I had to call him and I was like, Hey, how are you? He's like, yeah, really good. How are you? I'm like, so, um, I have thrush and you like kind of keep giving it to me. And I went to the doctor and she said, you need to like take a pill. And he, and he was like, what, what's that? Is that a, is that an STD? Like what, what's thrush? Like he's, he was like 34 by the way, and had no idea what thrush was. I was like, have you never had a fucking girlfriend or like, has your mom not told you anything about the female body? So I had to like sit there and explain it's this like yeast infection in your vagina. <laughs> like, I was like, how do I explain this without sounding so fucked? And like, this is so embarrassing. So I'm sitting there trying to like explain to this guy that I want to view me as like this perfect little flower as this yeast infection bitch. Like it was like so bad. Anyway, and then he like kind of like went a bit ghosty on me after that. I was like, okay, wow, obviously the wrong person for me if someone's going to like go a bit ghost mode on you after they kept giving you thrush, like please. So yeah, pretty fucking funny though. Okay. So let's move on to the little question box that I put out and I'm going to read some of the responses to what is your most like fucked up dating story or embarrassing thing that's happened to you. Um, okay. So we've got, I went on top and I got a nosebleed all over his face. What the fuck can you imagine that like going to kiss them and then there was like blood dripping all over them it's a no from me forgot my wallet and he was too broke to pay for my meal like okay sorry I'm all for like you know I, I mean it's nice when a guy pays for the first date but like I'm all for fucking splitting the bill or whatever or like someone gets it this time someone gets it next time but if you're gonna go out on a date and you can't even afford to like potentially be in the situation where you need to pay for the other person don't go or suggest to do something that you can afford like a fucking picnic with a cheese platter or something like that is just a situation you wouldn't even want to like potentially get yourself into what the fuck oh my god this is so funny so this chick called this guy the wrong name and then he used it for his boost his order at boost juice (laughs) I messaged her and I was like dude what the fuck happened here and I'll tell you what she said so pretty much he said he'd call her by her short name and call her by her full name if he didn't agree with something. So it'd be like someone calling me Kat, but if they didn't agree with something I said, they'd call me Catherine. So then she's like, didn't agree with something. And she goes, whatever, Matthew, in response to him, 
and his name was not Matthew or Matt. It was Mitch. So it would be Mitchell. And she was so embarrassed. She was like, I almost fucking vomited. And <laughs> went. so then she's sitting there sipping down her juice and he goes, so who's Matthew? And she was like, uh, uh, and he was like, my name's Mitch. I was like, oh my fucking God, that is so awkward. Okay. Let's keep going through some. Got told we looked like siblings by a stranger. This reminds me of that Facebook, I mean, not Facebook, Instagram group, the um, Instagram page. What is wrong with me? The siblings are dating. I can never fucking guess them. I'm like, they literally look like the same. And then sometimes when like an arm's too like close to the butt or something, I'm like definitely dating. And then it's like siblings. So yeah, that would fucking suck. But then apparently couples do often look like siblings. It's a fact, apparently. Have no, no statistics to back me there, but it's true. Mid-sex, the condom broke and he said, sorry, it was because my dick was too big. Ew, the fuck? Not the most embarrassing, but he pulled out a Velcro wallet. That's a no from me. I sat in a beer garden and a wasp landed on my lip. I tried not to freak out. Oh, my God. (laughs) If a fucking bug even came near me, I would be, like, having an absolute panic attack, let alone a wasp that, like, could fucking kill you. Went with a date on my boss. We slept together. He pissed the bed. And soon left his job after that. Oh my God, I would fucking do the same. Dude, I was dating this guy once and we were like out all day drinking and like, you know, having a really good time and went back to his and we like had sex, like, like, you know, went to sleep and I woke up at like maybe three or 4am in the morning and he's literally just pissing in the corner of his room. And I was like, oh no. I was like, no, nah, I'm dreaming. I'm fucking dreaming. And I'd like close my eyes and I'd open them back up. And I was like, no, nah, not fucking dreaming. So I was like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? I was so young. I was like, well, I don't want to bring it up with him because then I don't want to embarrass him. And then like, I just had no idea what to do in the situation. So I was like, oh, it's, I'm dreaming. Like, it's fine. Close my eyes. Woke up a few hours later. I was like, looked over. I was like, was that a dream? Did I literally make that up? No, nope. there's a fucking wet patch in the corner of the room. I was like, oh no. Did I stop seeing him? No, I fucking kept seeing him. And every time I'd go over, I'd be like, oh my God, his room smells like piss. Like this is fucked. And I'm like, maybe I'm the fucked up one for like continuing to go back there. Like what the fuck? I cannot. Um, car broke down while driving my date home and my mum had to come and pick us up. Oh my God, lol. So I messaged this guy too. And he was like, I was driving my like really shit car when I was at my early 20s and I called a tow truck and they couldn't fit both of us in the car. And like, we were like, you know, obviously young and didn't have a lot of money. So didn't want to pay for a cab. So called his mom and his mom had to come and pick them up and she didn't want to drive an extra 30 minutes to the girl's house. So she slept at his house too. Like that is fucking awkward. Um, Okay. This one also got me good. I forgot his name the whole date and I asked him how to pronounce it. It was Ben. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Uh, how, do you, how do you pronounce your name? It's Kat. Well, then this other guy, this other person, sorry, messaged me and she was going on a date and he was like, um, I've brought a blanket to the cinema. And she was like, why would you bring a blanket? And he was like, just in case you want to give me a hand job." Ew. Fucking ooh, how how's how's the presuming there? Like being like, yeah, she's totally gonna give me a fucking hand job in the open cinema. Like, 
absolutely not. And like, think of the blanket, like it would be fucking disgusting. Imagine like actually doing it, him coming into the blanket, probably wiping his like residue fucking sperm off. And then, then like carrying out this like crusty blanket out of the, out, like after watching the Lion King or something like, I can't like, what if there were children in there? Can happily say that I've never fucking given a blowy or a fucking hand job in a movie cinema before. I feel like I may have been fingered at like a movie marathon in like year nine, but like, have you really lived if you haven't done that? <laughs> so fucked up. So I am going to continue by telling you some like other fucked up dating stories I've had. So I was like, you know, a bit before COVID and I matched with this guy on Bumble who I knew in high school and he, I was thought he was like so hot, but like never really knew him. Hadn't seen him in like maybe 12 years, but I was like, well, he's obviously not going to murder me. So I'll just invite him over to my house. So, you know, invite him over. I, I was like, oh, you grab some wine. I'll put on a cheese board, go to Coles. Like got this beautiful cheese platter, like set it all up. He came over within two minutes. I was like, oh no. He's like, hey, how are you? Had this like high pitched, really fucking annoying nasally voice. I was like, oh, I can't fucking speak to you for two and a half hours. Like you've got to be kidding me. And then he like pulls out the bottle of red and he's like, oh, spent $20 on this bottle. Must be a good drop. And I was like, oh, what do you normally spend on a bottle of wine? He was like, oh, nothing over 13. Architecture pays like shit. I was like, okay, this is so weird. You've literally been in my house for like not even a minute over two minutes and you're bringing up money twice. Let's not even mention the fact that I just spent $60 on fucking cheese and dips, but like who the fuck's going to bring that up, you weirdo. Anyway, so then I'm like already not vibing and we're like sitting out on my balcony and you know, chatting, chatting. And he just like kind of starts interrogating me about The Bachelor. I've kind of felt like he only wanted to have a date with me to like find out gossip about it or like behind the scenes. I was like, fuck off. Like I was just so not into it. So I was like, oh, well, I got to get up early tomorrow. So we better pack up this cheese board. So we like go back inside. I'm like packing up all the cheese, putting it away. And I see him out of the corner of my eye, like lifting up the bottle of red and like looking in the bottle, kind of like swirling it around to like see how much is left in there. And I was like, oh, did you want to take that, did you? And he goes, oh, I might actually. Wouldn't mind another glass when I get home. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like there was literally not even a glass left. Like there would have been half a glass left in this $20 bottle of red wine. Secondly, I would never fucking take a bottle of red to a guy's house and then take home the, the bottle. Like you just fucking leave it. It's fucking manners, let alone a quarter of a glass. I was like, no way. It was just like red flag 50 million times over. I was just so fucking weird. I was like, get the fuck out of my house. Okay. So I've got two more classic stories for you guys. Okay. So this one, I now refer to him as the sushi train guy. So. We match on Hinge. We go on this first date. It was like really nice. Like went to Canvas and Wallace in Miami, had a really nice time and like, you know, got along really well. And then he like walked back to mine and I was like, you know, I'm going to be hot and sexy and like grabbed his shirt, pulled him in and like patched him and was like, see ya, walked inside. I was like, that was really cool. And then he got very keen and by very keen, I mean literally text messaging me like, text messaging who says that um messaging me like 10 times a fucking day well even more than that like every second he just wanted to have all the chats and 
he was a uni student and I work full time and I just don't have time in the day to have small insignificant conversations about shit. Like it was just nonstop. I was like, leave me alone. Anyway, so we were like planning another date and we were like chatting about potentially going to Top Golf. I was like, yeah, I've never been. Like, that'd be fun. So we were like looking to do it. And then he like checked the prices. He's like, oh, it's like $50 for a booth. Like, you know, maybe we should go with like a group of people so it's not so expensive. And I was like, oh, like, you don't have to pay for me. Like, we can split it. Like, that's fine. Thinking like $25 is more than reasonable for a date. And, um, he was just like kind of was like, oh, let's do something else. Like, so he was like, oh, come over, like came over. I was like, what do you want to do? Like, should we go to like Justin Lane? He's like, mm, looks really crowded when I drove past. I just felt like every single idea I was suggesting, he found some excuse as to why we shouldn't do it. So he was, he was like, you know, what about the sushi train in Miami? And I was like, oh, Mm, okay. And it like, if you picture a sushi train, like firstly, weird date spot. I feel like that's kind of where you go when you've been like dating someone for six months and you know, you want a quick bite when you're hungover. Not in this case, we are talking sushi train, second date. And to paint the picture for you, if any of you have ever been to the sushi train at Coles, Miami on the Gold Coast, Let's just say you couldn't pay me to go there. It is the dingiest, most murdery fucking sushi train I've ever seen in my life. Like that whole area feels like you're going to get kidnapped. And I was like, oh, God, this is so not a vibe. So we're like sitting at the train. We're like eating our plates. I'm fucking like not really vibing. And then it like gets to the end and the lady comes over to get the bill and he's like, oh, do you want to split it? And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, it's all right. I could just get it. And I literally had had like two plates. He'd had like 10. And he was like, oh, no, no, we'll just split it. We'll split it. And so this lady's like counting our fucking plates like so awkwardly. And she's like, here's your two plates, which is like $7. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Could you not afford a, practically a fucking coffee? It was just like so awkward. I was like, in those situations, I'd just rather get the whole dinner. Like it was just so weird. So yeah, we call him the sushi train spooky guy now. And like worst fucking date idea. Man, if you're listening, don't take a fucking chick to a sushi train on a second date. Like it was just so weird. Um, And then this next story is a fucking hoot. Like so I've, I've told this on another podcast before. So if you're hearing for a second time, fucking you're blessed. No, I'm sorry, but it's, it's a funny one. So I go on this date with this guy and he was fucking gorgeous. I was like really into it. He was like a 10, just like so hot. And he takes me out to the, like this beautiful restaurant in Brisbane called Honto and we had like the funnest night, like heaps of cocktails, had the best meal, like just hit it off so well. And then we ended we were like, let's walk home because like I lived probably like a 20-minute walk from there my, when I used to live in Brisbane. We like walked back to mine and then he like came upstairs with like another drink and then – we had this like really awkward like uh, peck on the couch. Like it was like kind of like, you know, like like a shriveled up butthole. Like I felt like this was – these are the lips I was like pressing my lips against. Like it was like this like – like it was this awful peck. Like I was like, oh, no, like the fucking 10 out of 10, here's your downfall. And I was like, oh, God. Like I just, I just didn't really feel like the chemistry there. And he's like, okay, well, I better, I better go. Like thank, it was such a nice night. Like I'd love to see you again next week. I was like, okay, cool. Like had a really fun night. So regardless of that 
absolutely shocking kiss. Like I'll give the bloke another chance. So we're like, um, we're like chatting all week. He's like, he'd been telling me like, oh, I make the best fish tacos. I was like, oh, cool. Like, like what's in them is like surprise. I'll come over and I'll cook them for you. Honestly, like everyone tells me how good my fish tacos are. I was like, cool. Like love fish tacos. Like can't wait for this. Like note one to self, don't hype up a meal that you don't know is actually that good until the other person's tasted it. Like let the person come to you and tell them how enjoyable it was. Don't fucking talk yourself up in case you fuck it. So anyway, gets to Thursday night. He's like, yep, like I'll bring over the ingredients. I was like, okay, epic. I'll make us, I'll get, make us margaritas. So I go and I buy like all these margarita ingredients and he comes over, comes up with his backpack and like starts pulling out all the taco ingredients. I've got a bit of coriander. We've got some, some flour, got some tomatoes, like all the things. Anyway, so he like makes the tacos. We're like having a few mugs, having fun. Like his, he was a really lovely guy. And then like, just kind of got a bit weird halfway through the meeting. He was like, oh, is this undercooked? And then he like kind of wigged and like stopped eating. And I was like, okay, well, I'm starving. So I just like shoveled 50 tacos down my face. And then we were like sitting on the couch after and like just chatting, drinking. And I was like, okay, this guy is like not making a move. Like I don't want to be the one to like fucking jump on you, but like got to fucking move, move along somehow. So I was like, oh, should we like go to my room and like watch a movie or something? And he was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds really good. So we like go to my room. I put a movie on, nothing. This guy is literally sitting there completely still, like not not even making a move at the, in the slightest. So I end up falling asleep. I'm like, well, fucking hell, like I'm so tired, like pass out. And then like, I don't know, 20 minutes later wakes up. I wake up and he's like, oh, I better go. I was like, oh, what? No, like thinking, what the fuck? Like we've just had this epic night. Like, don't you want to hook up? Don't you want to like, you know, like, don't you want to fuck me, weirdo? Don't don't you want to fuck me? Um, so I was like, okay, I'm pulling out, out all my cards, even though I'm tired as fuck. And so I like kind of like lean and like lean into him and like start making out again, really bad kiss. So we're like hooking up and then he's like on top of me and we're, we're making out and he like goes to start fingering me, but he like literally goes and like doesn't make me wet shoves his fingers in me and just like proceeds to like have them in there still so I was like there's like no movement I'm like literally you have your fingers in my dry vagina just like they're just literally there I'm like what is this fucking guy doing like he's like 33 I'm like have you literally never fucked anyone like what is going on I was like it was so bad so I was like I'll like start giving him a hand job or something so I like started giving him a handy and he's like oh should I get a condom? And I was like, whoa, like way to jump the fucking gun. Like I'm literally not even remotely turned on, but in my head, I'm like, it honestly can't be any worse than what I'm dealing with right now. So I was like, yeah, sure. Like I've got, I'll grab one. Like I've got one in my drawer. So I like get up, get a condom and he's like going to put it on, but he's like stumbling. Like he like cannot get this fucking condom on. He's like trying to get it on, trying to get it on. And I can just see him like kind of losing his heart on. And I'm like, Oh no, like this is not going well. Anyway, like kind of like half gets the condom on his flaccid dick and like proceeds to try and start putting it in me. But you know, when a guy's like not fully hard, it's like quite difficult to get their penis inside of you so he's like trying to get it in but it's like not really going in maybe due, due to the fact that I'm not even fucking wet and my vagina is like shriveling to nothing because I'm so 
repulsed by the situation. But no, alas, he continues to continues to try and like keep putting it in me, and it kind of like kind of goes in, but it's not really, and then it like slips out but it wasn't ever really in he thinks it's in and then he like just starts humping me so this bloke is literally like humping my fucking leg and I'm just sitting there going oh my god no like this guy thinks his dick's in me like oh my god no like he's like fully just humping me and then I'm like I've got to do something so I like reach around and like try and like grab his dick to readjust and he goes oh sorry I really have to go to the toilet and I went oh (laughs) why didn't you just tell me you need to go to the bathroom, you weirdo? Like, I was like, is this why it's not hard? Like, does he really need to pee? Even Like, weird, weird time. But like, maybe say that before you put on the fucking condom, you weirdo. Anyway, so then he like gets up out of bed and like goes into my bathroom. Two minutes goes past. Three minutes goes past. We're, we're verging five to ten minutes and I'm just sitting in my bed being like, what the fuck is going on in there? Like, are you doing a shit? Are you like masturbating to try and get hard? Like, what the fuck is happening? So I'm just sitting there feeling so unsexy and awkward and like just it was just so weird. And he comes back out and he's like, oh, sorry, I'm just like not really on my game tonight. I was like, oh, no, all good. Like, you know, like it's fine. Like just keep watching our movie. And he, like I was trying to be nice. Like what are you meant to do do when, when you're in that situation? And so he like gets back in the bed and then he's like, oh, I've got to get up really early for a meeting so I better go. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, thanks so much for dinner. Like it was really nice. And he's like, yeah, yeah. So he like he's like, I'll just go out the back door. So he, you know, gets his bag like – goes to the kitchen and what does he fucking do? He leaves me with half a tomato and a little bit of coriander but packs into his bag like the fish, the flour, the lettuce, like starts an, half an onion. Like he like takes home half of the fucking ingredients, the Tabasco sauce, like you name it. He's fucking shoveling that shit back in his backpack to get an Uber home. I'm like, this is an Uber of shame. You're like literally stealing. Like he literally, not stealing, sorry, because he obviously bought it, but like I went into Aldi a week later and I saw the same brand of flour for 79 cents. Like, did you not think you wanted to leave that? Like, it was just so fucking weird. And when I woke up in the morning and realized he'd fucking taken like half the ingredients, but decided to leave me with a little bit of tomato and coriander, like take it all or leave it all doll. Like so weird. And then we never spoke again. So that was fucking fun. And also like kind of sad because he was like he was a cool dude and really gorgeous, but whoa, sexual chemistry is obviously a really big thing for me and it was absolutely non-existent. I mean, having my leg humped and someone literally thinking that they're pleasuring me was it was a no for me, that's for sure. So yeah, so I feel like I've got like quite a few fucked up stories up my sleeve. I know there'd be so many more, but I feel like I can just never think of them at the top of my head. I do have another one though. Um, When I was in like year 10, I gave this guy head and, you know, as you do, I thought I was pregnant. Like surely, you know, from giving a blowjob that can, you know, make you give it like whatever, like what the fuck? Anyway, so I like was like to the guy, I was like, I think I'm pregnant, like we're going to have to do a pregnancy test. So we like went to Priceline. We were at the Indrapilly shopping center, went to Priceline, got a pregnancy test. I was, I was like, I'll go to the women's bathroom and like check it out. So I like go to the bathroom and I piss on this fucking pregnancy stick and then or pregnancy test, whatever the fuck they're called. And as I'm doing it, I get my fucking period. I was like, oh my God. And later on Googling that you cannot 
get pregnant from giving head. I was like, what the fuck? How dumb am I? But like, I also feel like I should have known that and that should have been clearly taught to you in sex education, which it was not. So fuck that. But yeah, that was extremely embarrassing. Um, and then another one of my girlfriends. So when she started first, first started dating her boyfriend, she like went over and he was like, Oh, I'm going to like open up this 600, $600 bottle of wine. Like we're really going to impress her. So he like, like goes to open it and realized that it's like a cork has a cork in it. And he doesn't have like a opener that gets the cork out. So he's like there with a fucking like knife trying to get this fucking cork out and accidentally pushes the cork into the bottle. And he's like, oh no, like this bottle's so expensive. Like he's like, I'm just, they were like outside in the dark by the fire. So he's like, all right, can I can get away with it? So he just like pours them the wine and didn't fucking say anything. And she like thought he'd like aerated it because there were like bubbles in it. And like later on fucking told her, I was like, oh my God, I'd probably do the same if I'd spent like all that money. Or I'd, I don't know, I feel like I'd like break it over like a, something I, I don't know but like so fucking awkward this shit the length people go to um so yeah no some pretty fucking funny dating stories and I hope you guys enjoyed if you have any funny stories to do with sex or dating can be whatever send me a dm I'm also going to put my um cats out of the bag email in my show notes so if you want to send me any more detailed juicy juice that you'd like featured in the pod you can put that below. But yeah, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed and don't forget to rate, review and send to all your friends. Thank you so much. And I will see you guys next week.